0: Shadow Summit Paranormal Research Lab. This is Jensen speaking. How may I assist you?
1: Hi, Jensen. This is Christopher White. Um, I'm calling about, uh, a potentially... Um, well, let's just say it's quite a unique situation happening
0: in my town, South Lisa Haven. I see, Christopher. Please, can you elaborate on this unique situation you're referring to?
1: So, imagine waking up one day. You see your neighbors and they've got camera-like eyes. A.I.s projecting images and videos like... like some sort of uncanny mannequins.
0: That definitely feels unique, Christopher. Could you perhaps provide me with a description of the sequence of events that led up to this?
1: Yes, of course. It all began, I'd say, about three weeks ago. I first noticed it on Mrs. Jacobs, our local librarian. She wasn't in any apparent distress, just had these eyes, with an emerald green glow. What unnerved me was it came and went... Today, Mrs. Jacobs. Tomorrow, Mr. Peterson. Next week.
0: Even the kids. I see. Could you share more about this tracking? Any details on the time, previous phenomena, weather, family history, or the setting that might be relevant?
1: I'll start with time. It seems to happen at any time of the day. No pattern there. Weather? Well, it's been typically autumnal. Nothing unusual. Family history or previous phenomena? Not sure how relevant. South Lisa Haven is your average town. Old coal mine community, couple hundred residents. No noted strange incidents.
0: Have you noticed any other odd occurrences, happenings, or observations? Either before, during, or after these events?
1: Not particularly before or after, but during. Seems they're being controlled somehow.
0: The projections. They're receiving signals from somewhere. That is indeed intriguing. Were there any other witnesses who might have seen these events unfold in a different way, or from another perspective?
1: Not that I know of, Jensen. Most people are. They're in denial, saying it's a trick of the light, a prank.
0: Understandable. For your reassurance, similar incidents have been reported in the past. From certain African tribes to the Navajo in North America, there have been accounts of shapeshifting and strange transformations.
1: You mean like mine? As in people turning all mannequin-y?
0: Well, the details vary across different cultures and eras. But the core theme is similar. Modifications in physical forms, particularly associated with the eyes or vision. Interpretations of it vary. It could be seen as a transformation or perhaps a projection of one's inner self. That is oddly comforting. But what should we do now? I suggest you continue documenting these occurrences... If you feel safe and willing, try speaking to those affected when they're in their normal states. See if they remember anything. And most importantly, stay cautious. Could you... Um, would it be possible for you to come over for an investigation? I'll have to consult with my team, Christopher. However, in the meantime, please feel free to reach out if there are any new developments. We're here to help you unravel this mystery.
1: Thank you, Jensen. Thank you so much. I feel less alone in this now.
0: You're most welcome, Christopher. Remember, this is a safe space. I'll be in touch soon. Keep documenting and stay safe. Goodbye.
2: Goodbye, Jensen. Jensen, you look concerned. Please share. Let's dissect it together.
0: We've received an odd case from South Lisa Haven. A local man reported that residents of his town have eyes that, well, project images and videos...
3: Well, that's a change from the usual
0: ghost sightings. Anything special in the videos? Unclear at the moment, but it's not constant. Apparently it can happen to anyone in town, and at any given time. Folks are treating it like some community-wide prank. You know,
3: there are Celtic legends of the Fae playing tricks on humans, altering their perceptions. Could
0: it be a modern iteration of that? While I value your expertise, Kieran. Turning people into walking televisions doesn't exactly sound like the work of woodland sprites. It sounds more like a very advanced case of biohacking.
2: Seldom I find myself agreeing with Jensen, but mind tricks and biohacking are more plausible explanations, though I'd be interested to know if there's anything common in the videos these people project.
0: Unfortunately, we don't have such details. All we know is that this phenomena seems to be controlled from somewhere.
2: Isn't that
3: similar to the case we had from New Mexico? The one with changes in physical appearances?
0: Ah, the Chimera case. Yes, that did involve transformative illusions, but no technological component was ever identified.
2: How about indulging in a trip to this South Lisa Haven? There's only so much we can decipher through phone calls and hearsay.
0: It's a fair point. And Christopher, the chap who called, asked if we could investigate.
3: Then what are we waiting for? Perhaps this Irishman can find the Fae in Pennsylvania.
2: And I will ensure we aren't running wild with folklore. The laboratory tests will reveal the reality.
0: Well then, it's settled. Shadow Summit Paranormal Research Lab is going on a field trip. Day 1, 8.45am. We leave the lab at Pennsylvania bright and early, the sky a gradient of pastel hues. My coffee tastes particularly bold today, a sign of the storm to come. The anticipation weighs heavy, ticking away in mind like a metronome. South Lisa Haven, a mystery waiting to be unraveled. The projecting eyes, a new age chameleon adaptation or a glitch in human evolution. These questions echo in my mind all through the journey. My expectations swing between logical scientific explanation and the fantastic stories from science fiction novels. Our approach remains grounded. Look for patterns, analyze data, and above all, let science lead the way. The notion of biohacking seems plausible, but will leave no stone unturned. As we approach South Lisa Haven, the small town greets us with verdant fields and quaint houses, an everyday utopia. But there's something peculiar about the silence It's as if the town is holding its breath. Christopher White, our window, into this mystery. A man in his thirties, thin, with a nervous energy about him. He's terrified, yet his resolve to find answers is palpable. In our interview, Christopher reveals disturbing details. His words are thick with worry. My neighbor, Mrs. Jacobs, her eyes... He choked, moving images in them like a horror movie. Richard, the local baker, and Lilia, the schoolteacher, are also affected, among others. This feels tragically familiar, reminiscent of previous cases mixing illusion and transformation, especially the Puzzlewood Forest case of 62. The correlation, though, remains hazy. As we settle in, our senses are on high alert an air of tension laces every exchange every sideways glance from locals revealing more questions we've brought advanced bioscanners portable laboratories and a slew of other equipment to decode the mystery day one three thirty pm we've started running tests though they're proving inconclusive as christopher watches we ensure everyone's safety with our stringent protocols however A lingering doubt gnaws at me. Are we meddling with forces beyond our control? Day 2, 10.30am. A breakthrough. Victoria discovers a video signal in the iris scans. A foreign entity interfacing with the human eye. This significant finding leads us down a different path. Suddenly, what was conjecture begins to coalesce into reality. The situation is far more grave than we initially postulated. The town's inhabitants seem stunned, their disbelief echoing our own. Late in the evening, a previously overlooked detail surfaces. Victoria recalls a similar signal in an old TV broadcast case we worked on. A wave of realisation sweeps over us. We push Christopher for more, anything to help tie together the threads. It's an uncomfortable exchange. The pressure brings to light chilling tales of midnight TV signals, whispers in the dark, and flickering images. A shiver ripples through the room when we finally piece together the puzzle. The realization is blood-chilling. The town was not just the victim. They were the receivers of an encrypted communication, a message carried through their eyes. Despite the terrifying incident, we're not relieved. More questions bubble to the surface. Who's behind it all? What do they want? Is there more to come? We leave South Lisa Haven with the mystery resolved, but weighed down by the unknown. The setting sun seems to mock our incomplete victory. We have answers, but they pave the way for infinite questions. And in the end, that is the haunting truth of our study. Every answer is just a doorway to a hundred more questions. The journey home feels longer, the aftertaste of the strange events still fresh, promising many sleepless, contemplative nights to come. All right, Jensen, why don't you get us started on this one? What do we have? It's a strange case, to say the least. One of the more mysterious ones I've come across. Residents in the small town of South Lisa Haven have begun displaying some sort of visual phenomenon. Eyes turning into literal projectors.
2: Literally projecting images. That's extraordinary, even considering the mysteries we've seen. Could this be some psychological phenomena, or maybe even a mass delusion?
0: That's what I thought initially. But then the reports kept coming in constantly from multiple sources, all saying the same thing. It's like something straight out of a Philip K. Dick novel.
3: It's fascinating. Reminiscent of old Celtic folklore I once studied, there's this one in particular about the Aussie. They're said to have this ability to project power, reality-altering
0: illusions, perhaps the sort of projections that we are hearing about. The Good Neighbours? I mean, I love digging into folklore and mythology. But this, Kieran, sounds more like biohacking or advanced tech of some sort. It's more Clark's Third Law than Celtic Legends'.
2: But does the biohacking theory explain the controlled part? Are they merely spectators in their own bodies?
0: And
3: that, Victoria, raises an even more fascinating question. What are these videos trying to
0: communicate? And who's trying to relay that message? Exactly. Notice this. No specific pattern in time or weather related to the events. No identifiable source of the signals. And no specific types of images being projected. They seem random.
2: But there must be some common element, right? Something that connects it all. It's our job to find that missing angle.
0: Absolutely right, Victoria. As outlandish as it sounds right now, we have to consider even the possibility of an external influence. Something beyond our current understanding.
3: Absolutely. The unusual is our specialty after all, so we're
0: going to South Lisa Haven. So it seems. Well, that was peculiar. What do we make of it all now?
2: We can't deny what we found, that signal. It's right there in our data. There is no dismissing that.
0: But
3: still, this investigation left me with a potentially heavy heart. What we saw, what we found,
0: it's unsettling, chilling even. So bad news is, we're not looking at folklore. This is not magic or psychological. The, well, the good news is, we solved the mystery. It's tech, biohacking at an advanced level. Someone is using the townspeople as channels.
3: Is it really good news, though, Jensen? We may have uncovered the how, but the who and the why. Those remain as elusive as ever.
2: This case, it challenges our perception of what we perceive to be real, doesn't it?
0: Yes, it does. And it reminds us all that despite our knowledge and advancements, there are forces at play which we yet don't fully understand.
3: On that note, we have another case waiting for us. This one's closer to home.
2: No rest for the curious, eh? All right, let's get to it.
0: All right, time to roll. Let's see what reality has in store for us.